Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another Quiet Talk to share with you today. Did you go to Sunday school when you were a kid? I did. Much of what they taught us consisted in Bible stories told in a manner that was designed to appeal to children. I learned about Noah and all those animals, Daniel in the lion's den, Moses floating in the river in a basket, and of course, the greatest story of them all, David killing Goliath with a slingshot. You know, for a long time after I grew up, those stories lost their meaning for me. I think it was because of the way they were taught. In an effort to communicate to the childish mind, many Sunday school curricula told these stories in a very childish way, sometimes almost like a cartoon. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul says, when I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. When we make the Bible childish, even if we have good intentions, when the child grows up, he is quite likely to do away, to use Paul's expression, with those magnificent truths of God's word that now seem childish to them, just like he does away with believing in Santa Claus. Today, I want to talk about David from a grown-up perspective. Paul told the Corinthians that He had fed them with milk and not meat, because up till then, they couldn't take the meat. This message today is going to be meat. It's for spiritual adults. David was the baby of the family. I know what that's like. Often, you're not taken seriously. When you speak, the older members of the family sort of look at each other and smile. Isn't that cute? So while his older brothers were with the king fighting against the country's enemies, David was stuck back home watching the sheep. But one day his old dad told him to take some food to his brothers, so he did. But as soon as he got there, instead of getting some gratitude from them, his oldest brother says to him, why have you come down? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumption and the evil of your heart, for you have come down to see the battle. Eliab didn't take his baby brother seriously, but that was about to change. Israel's arch enemy, the Philistines, had a soldier who was a giant. Back then, giants came in handy in war. Mostly they were handy because they demoralized the enemy. And battles are often won, won or lost in the minds of the combatants. If you don't think you can win, you probably can't. This giant's name was Goliath. He taunted the Israelites and challenged them to send their best warrior to face him in hand-to-hand combat. Whoever won, his nation would be declared the victor in this war. Day after day, Goliath mocked the people of God and dared them to send a man out to fight him. And the army of Israel was scared to death. They were focused on this big Philistine. The Bible says he was nine and a half feet tall. That's got to be scary. 
and he had really strong armor. His spear was like a weaver's beam, which I take it means it was pretty long. So young David shows up in the ranks of this terrified band of soldiers. David has a different outlook on the situation. Instead of focusing on Goliath and his weapons, he says this, For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? He doesn't refer to Goliath as a scary giant but as an uncircumcised Philistine. In other words, the most important thing to David about Goliath was that Goliath was not one of the people of God. He was not part of the covenant God had made with them, but David was, and he knew who his God was. Daniel said, The people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. And David himself wrote, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. David knew God's name, or maybe I should say names, for God has many. One of them is found in the Song of Moses, which the Israelites sang right after the destruction of the Egyptian army at the Red Sea. There in Exodus 15, 3, it says, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Have you ever noticed that before? That's a kind of strange name for God on the surface. The Lord is a man of war. In other words, our God is a warrior. He fights against his enemies, and his enemies are no match for him. That's what David knew, and the rest of the army of Israel had forgotten. So this shepherd boy with no armor and no shield and no long spear approached the uncircumcised Philistine and said to him, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied this day. The Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord saves not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. Listen, he said that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. David killed Goliath with a slingshot and cut off his head, and through the action of this one man, the battle between these two great armies was decided. And here's what I want you to notice. David killed Goliath, not to show off or to get glory for himself. He killed Goliath so that the world would know that there's a God in Israel. So let me ask you, who is your God? What's he like? 
And don't you think God's people today, like David, way back then, should be able to show the world what this God is like? Is your God a man of war? I'm afraid that for too many Christians, their God is a soft figure who, more than anything else, wants to keep from hurting anybody's feelings. They don't worship the God of David, but a puny God they have created in their own image. My friend, my God is a man of war. As David reminds us in Psalm 24, our God is mighty in battle, and he wanted the world to know that. You and I are here on earth at this moment so that we might demonstrate that our God is mighty, mighty in battle. Many people in our country today are totally defeated. They think it's all over. The bad guys have won. But I want you to know that God is looking for someone through whom he may show his power, someone who wants God and God alone to be glorified. Remember that Samuel told Saul that God had sought out a man after his own heart. David was that man that God had searched for. Second Chronicles 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. God is always looking for somebody like this, somebody who will trust him completely, who will trust in his mighty power, who will believe that in Christ, God has won the victory. Our God is greater than the gods of this world. He is greater than the gods of Hinduism or Islam or any other false religion you want to name. He is the mighty conqueror. Friends, we don't need another political movement. The movement we need is movement back to God, a movement to repentance and true and absolute faith in our mighty God, the God of victory. Heavenly Father, I thank you that, that you are a man of war, a mighty God, mighty in battle. Lord, help us to know that if we know God and if we trust God and if we stand upon the name of God, that we shall also be strong and do exploits for the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. My friends, pray for us as we are seeking to do exploits for God in the Schenectady, in the Albany, in the Capital District of New York, in the Bread of Life Anglican Church, where we meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock at the American Legion Hall, which is located at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. If you're in the area, if you don't have a church home, we would love to meet you and to be an encouragement to you and just to share the Word of God and the love of Jesus with you. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.